back. <laughs> We're back. Happy New Year, everybody. It's good to be back. We got the full crew back in the studio. First time. Yeah. When was the last time we had everyone here? Every time we do this, I'm like, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, fact questions are only like once a month. Yeah. yeah. So. And then in season, we like leave for two months at a time. Uh, I wasn't here in December, so it's been... It's been a while. Yeah. For it's sure. It's been me and you. It's just been me. It's been me and Sav. You posted up in Hawaii with Carly Khan and Belly Diggs. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> the secret podcast. The secret podcast. Secret training. Secret training. From the Outrigger boardroom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that one turned out good. It was awesome. I'm glad. It, it's amazing what technology does. Yeah, you know, exactly. We have these awesome mics here, and then you record it with your phone, and I was like, it doesn't sound that different (laughs) (laughs) and i thought i blew it too it was good i had all the gear i brought the zooms out i brought the gopro everything and then um i was gonna film actually on the phone because that's pretty good yeah and then i had the usd card in the gopro but then i didn't have the adapter yeah and that was just the one little piece missing i was like running around went to the outrigger offices like i just got one of these like, Which is, is amazing that, that no one that had is. one. Like, yeah. Well, just check your printer. Like I'm sure there's one. Yeah. Anyway, I made it, I made it work as we always do. Made, made it, it happen. Work. What surprised me was how good the audio on the GoPro was. It right? wasn't that different from the phone's audio. Oh, really? I ended up using the phone's audio yeah. instead. Um, but the audio from the GoPro was actually pretty good. No way. Which shocked me. So if you did like an up, because it's also a fisheye lens. So if you had the GoPro. Yeah. And then I have an attachment for the GoPro that actually enhances with a little the mic. audio with yeah. the mic. And you do it up close enough, you could probably do a full podcast, like high quality. Yeah, and it, it really would be a decent option on the road. So. Actually, Ooh. yeah. I should just do that. <laughs> it's, it's all together. Yeah, and it's, it's easier than taking the audio from a phone and syncing it up with the, audio, with the video from a GoPro. That's probably what we're going to do now. <laughs> Genius. This yeah. is what happens Technology. on fan question episodes. Good things happen when we're all back together. All right, we're good here, right? <laughs> we're done. So from now on, Tri's podcast on the road are going to be with GoPro. GoPro. Heck yeah. The more simple, rad. the better for me. Yeah. No adapters needed. Exactly. Remember that one time it was just me and you in here? I was telling Trav this the other day where it was like nothing could go right. Like the SIM card and the audio and the video, like literally. And I was like, why don't we just reschedule? We're in here for like an hour, like trying just to figure out how to do it. And we're like, you know, we'll just. Yeah. We'll I'm, figure it out. I'm a bit of a mess without Travis. <laughs> for some reason. That's why I just try to get here early because. Like technology, it's never been our strong suit, right. <laughs> and I've just had more practice troubleshooting them, and now I have. Right. Now I figured out how to troubleshoot the memory card there and the memory card there, and we're so stuck. I think we're good. Yeah. Have, we you guys, have you guys have you guys done episodes later. where it like doesn't you shoot a whole episode and it just goes to shit? Like Ed something's completely off. Yeah, Ed Rattledge, that was my fault, hundred percent. The first one we did with Eddie the Eagle it was actually hilarious because so I transcribed the one I did with Steve Obradovich and it was hilarious. I was listening to the introduction. It was like, guys, I'm so sorry. This is supposed to be Ed's podcast. It's like, oh, this is where Ed's podcast died. Uh, it was like 2018. It was right after he won San Francisco. Right. It was such a good podcast. And what happened was I thought I had put the files on my computer and then I cleared the SD card. But the uh, files never fully made it mm-hmm. to my computer like they didn't upload all the way but i couldn't get them back from the dead yeah so i'd already deleted them i tried to resurrect them using this weird like sketchy program but, <laughs> but when you heard it it, it, it looked like you it sounded like you, 
something like you, you knew you were talking to a ghost. It was like this echo. Right. It was terrible. Oh, like an no. old dial-up internet. Pretty much. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, I felt so bad. Dude, it was yeah. such a good interview. Yeah. He was like uh, getting all emotional at one point. He's talking about eating IHOP pancakes at some point. Yeah. And then he levitated. Yeah. Took his shirt off. Took his shirt off. It's He's a beautiful like, it's a moment. Little, it's a little hot in here. You mind if I take my shirt off? <laughs> Go for it. I think I'm going to lev- levitate. Was he well. wearing the little bandana thing too yeah, or no? I think, I think so. <laughs> yeah. And then he crossed his legs on his chair and like started like holding himself up. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to levitate. Go for it, bro. <laughs> you do it, Uncle Ed. Get it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. and that's then such I, a bummer. And then I deleted it. I felt so bad. But then we had him back. Then we had it back and, and he delivered. He re-delivered the bonus pancake story right. as if it were the first time. Maybe better because he'd practice it. <laughs> It was awesome. Did he take his shirt off the second time? Didn't take his shirt off because it was around this time last year. So a it was a little chilly. chilly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Shirtless podcast would have been aggressive. But <laughs> I think that's the only one we've ever fully lost. Yeah. But we got another. We hit our Wednesday that week. I don't think we've missed a Wednesday. Yeah, because we swapped in one of the old interviews I did with Steve Obradovich for right, uh, exactly. one of the books. Yeah. So that that's ended up working out. Wow. Yeah. So... We're slowly figuring stuff out. <laughs> We're good. We're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's start off January fan question episode with the questions everyone's asking. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason tries in the blue, the, the blue seat. He's in the hot seat. In the hot seat. The breakup. The breakup. You guys love drama. Wow. <laughs> Everybody loves Everyone, it. Everyone, man. So how did you break the news to Trevor originally? That's the, the question. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one, of, one of the many. I called him. I mean, you know, I, w- I thought about doing the in-person, you know, you don't, you don't text that kind of thing, no. but I definitely know that not, neither of us would want that conversation to no. happen in person. Yeah. So I just called him and it was a very quick conversation as Trevor is. <laughs> He's just, he literally, I think he said, all right, cool. Yeah. You can do what you got to do. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, I, I gave a little bit more, uh, you know, explanation to it. But, yeah. Um. It was literally, that was it. Quickie. There's not much dialogue when it comes to Trevor. He's just like, okay, so what do you want me to do? Hang up. That's like basically what goes through Trevor. He's like, okay, well, see you later. (laughs) The difference in social media posts was like my favorite thing, like yeah. his post versus your post. Like oh, I, I just, your post, I just, I knew what his was going to be. Yeah. Like that was the least surprising thing, right. but yours was just, you know, I wasn't surpri- surprised by either, honestly. It's funny because I had kind of drafted something and then he posted that the next day. I was like, ah, I'm not going to play your game forever. <laughs> I'm just going to do me. And uh, I thought it was funny. I mean, Theo's was, Theo's was funny because he was like, he just has his like low key trolling that he likes yep. doing, and he likes to, it to be a little bit encrypted. Yeah, and he like broke the news like right when came texted him. He's like, or right when came sorry, had the call with him. He's like, posted like just a broken heart emoji on the <laughs> on the Instagram. I was like, what are you? You guys, <laughs> I thought deal. that came like died or was like really sick or like something way more extreme than a partner breakup happened based on that post. Like, I don't know Theo that well. I don't know Kane that well either. So I texted Ia cause she works with them mm. through the layered apparel. I'm yeah. like, is Kane okay? Because I was texting Evan, of course. I'm like, 
this is great news for you. Like any, like who, who knows, who knows what's going to happen? Right. They could, it could help you guys. Down, yeah. Who knows? You guys are like up and coming. I'm like, and he goes, I'm not even concerned about that right now. I'm really worried about came. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So he's like, no, I've actually gotten that question from a lot of people, but came's alive. He's, he's healthy. He's okay. Like people <laughs> took that post the that wrong way. I never went there. I, I never thought Dude, multiple, Apparently there. multiple people did. But did you, that was the first you heard anything? Yeah, well, of course, I got a text. I was in Maryland. I got a text from Tim Brewster. Well, I got about 10. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, are you seeing this? And then, uh, and then no response. I was like bowling with my family or something. And I come back to my phone. It's like, are you seeing this? Do you know what's going on with Theo? What's up with Cam and Theo? Like, have you checked out Theo's Instagram posts? And so I go on Instagram and look and <laughs> it's just classic Theo. Yeah. And so I, uh, I think, so I texted Theo and was like, uh, yo, what's going on? <laughs> I immediately thought partner switch up. And uh, he said, yeah, came dumped me for your partner. And I was like, damn, I thought Travis would let me know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I came, feel hurt. Came's taking over the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn. Um, it was hilarious because my older brother called me and he's like, try to tell you first. It's like, why would he have told me? <laughs> Well, first of all, <laughs> you tell Trevor, Theo, and Cam first, and then right. Theo just told the whole world right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I woke up and what you te- did you text me that I, day? Yeah, because uh, I was like, all right, we'll get to it tomorrow, yeah. and like start leaking it, whatever. Yeah. and it was just instant. Because <laughs> yeah. someone on here was like, why didn't why didn't try break the news on the podcast? But there was I, no time. Yeah. Well, I would have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you tell the guys first, like you know, and then. Obviously, we'd like to have it on the podcast, but we weren't even here. Yeah. And then it was like Travis had to write an article already because this volleyball mag found out about it. And yeah. Like, it was just like too much. Yeah, because Lee, Lee called me, Lee Feinswag's editor and publisher of Volleyball Magazine. He's like, I know you don't like doing like breaking partnership news because I try to let everyone just do whatever their own thing. Yeah. And then when people are ready to do whatever they want to do, then I'll be like, all right. Now we'll talk to you. Right. I was like, word's kind of out. <laughs> you yeah. guys want to talk about it? Right. Well, and Theo was just like happy to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, Instagram, Instagram eats first, Dude. as everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. so. Phone eats first. Phone eats Always. first. Yeah. That's weird. It's a weird. I've never done, been through that, not really before. Even with Hayden, um, we just naturally broke up. Yeah, because cause our, you were sick. Yeah. He just like gave me a call. I was like, "Yeah, of course you're gonna pick up." It was actually Theo. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> or was it Ryan? I thought it was Theo first. No, it was Ryan. You're right. It was Doherty. Um, but yeah, it, it's just weird and ten times weirder for me. Just that it's being Trevor, like a, a, a lifelong friend. It's yeah. just Like, I hate that all of our livelihood is tied together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Have you seen Trev? Have you guys like hung yeah, out? Yeah, we've out. Yeah. Um, saw him a few times in Hawaii. It's funny because Kane was going to Hawaii to visit his brother on Kauai. Yeah. And then um, he flew over for three days. And I didn't tell Trev. I was like, this is going to be funny. And you guys run into each other. <laughs> sure enough, like first day, Trev's at Outrigger, like lounging on the beach. Yeah. Trev, I brought, brought Kamer out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> And then we had a barbecue at a friend's house and stuff, so it's all good. Um, 
But yeah, I, I had to give him some space too. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, he had to figure a bunch of stuff out and it's never easy and you, you have sponsorships tied together. You have, yeah. you know, points and you have, you know, you don't know. I'm one making the first move, so I obviously have something in mind, which what I want to play with, but he doesn't. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, you just hope that it's not like a negative move for him. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm actually curious, and I think a lot of the audience would be, is how sponsorships work, how yeah. you structure the contracts. Yeah. If you do it as a partnership, understanding the volatile nature of the sport. Because right. I know Cayman Theo had a good deal with Laird Apparel, Apparel that they're now having to figure out. Yeah, well, the yeah. So sponsors generally tend to like having teams yeah. instead of having one player. They want the team. Um, so when they sign you as a team, they hope that that stays. But if they know anything about beach volleyball or sports in general, yeah, partnerships change, teams change. Um, so yeah, then you have to get, go back in with the brands and see how you can work it out. Can they afford to bring another guy on? So now you have two teams instead of two individuals, or you know you just have to figure it out. But when when guys are under contract, they're under contract, so you can't like take the contract back yeah necessarily unless you broke it which would it would have had to be in writing like we're you only get this deal if you're if, if you're teamed, teamed up got it yeah um and me and trevor didn't have any team deals like that okay. we had s- same sponsors but um individually individually contracted. and we're to be honest uh, kind of reading like figuring it all out right now um re-upping stuff so um, we just kind of split a little bit in terms of like finding deals yeah yeah but yeah hopefully we can get back together with all of our major sponsors yeah and you're um i'm kind of stealing the fan questions for a second um jeez you're one of the few with an agent you write this on it's my burner account <laughs> yeah <laughs> kevin durant beach volleyballer <laughs> uh but you're one of the few with an agent yeah um yeah i've I tried to do that early on. Yeah. Um, I think early on you're like, oh, we're not making that much money. Why would I want to pay 20% to someone? And um, for me, it was like, well, I want to learn what it means to be sponsored, what brands yeah. are looking for, what, you know, all and I scored with uh, back in 20, what year was that? 17, I think, 17, 18. Um, got a really good agent that's like, you know, doing big deals for motocross athletes. I think he hit, one of his girls is NASCAR now. Nice. Um, but he's, you know, in it. He understands the world through and through, outside of volleyball. Yeah. Because obviously the sponsorship world in volleyball is kind of small right now compared to what it used to be. Um, so, yeah, I chose to do, go that route a long time ago, bring him in on all the deals, have him run all the deals. And over time, I've seen that it brings me way bigger deals. Right. Like, he understands how much these brands have and... Whereas they can fully take advantage of you, and which they take advantage of so many athletes in our sport. Um, so, yeah, he's runs all my deals, and uh, I work on a lot of stuff with him. Yeah. It's fun. It makes me feel like, uh, you know, I'm actually running a business, and, like, he teaches me all the ins and outs. And yeah. It's great. And you have, I think, some of the most sponsors for the men. I think mm-hmm. I have. I'm very lucky to have my sponsorship package right now. And I'll be honest, too, that I've heard so many times, first of all, brands don't enjoy talking with agents. And if they are going to talk with an agent, 
or a manager, that person better know what they're doing because, like, go to a Monster Energy or something. You know, one of these companies that sponsors thousands of athletes or yeah. hundreds, you know, they know what they're doing and how to do it. And when someone comes in and tries to kind of BS them and act like they're... yeah. They know more than they actually do. They just, like, turn off. Yeah. You know? So it's good to have someone that knows what they're doing. But it's, hard. Sure. it's hard to get. I, I've gotten lucky. Yeah. I'll turn it back to the fans. No, I mean, <laughs> this is, it's, it's very interesting. Like, for me as an up-and-comer, like, learning, I'm trying to learn yeah. all about this same thing, too. And um, this is finally the first season where it's like I'm locking it down with a partner. And so it's like trying to brand ourselves together. It's very different. I'm just used to, like, going out and, you know, I I was like trying to figure out if I wanted to sign with someone too because I was like, do I want someone to take twenty percent? And if so, it needs to be the right person and and whatnot. Or like, or do I use my connections and try and get the personal relationship? It just it all just depends. So this is I mean, it's very interesting. And the thing about you and uh, like you and Trev versus Cam and Theo, you guys both have like good board short uh, yeah. like sponsors. So then it's like, what's going to happen there? Like yeah. you guys like, do you go with Legends? Do you go with Later? It's just an interesting yeah. thing. Well, they're under contract. Came and Theo and me and Trevor weren't after this year. Mm-hmm. So that's why we we're yeah up in the air with it. Yeah. Um, well, number one, you got to think: is the person that you're hiring like gonna teach you a lot? For sure. Like, do they know a lot more than you? Or are they another peer coming in and being like, "All right, well, I guess we could figure this out." Yeah. And it's like, well, you're not really bringing too much value to me negotiating these deals. Whereas. Like, if you have an agent that's going to teach you stuff and you're going to grow and, and learn more, then are they bringing in 20% more money? Exactly. In these exactly. And exactly. my agent's bringing in more than 20% than, uh, more than I would have brought in by myself. So yeah. It's, yeah. he's paying for himself. Yeah. Um, but you have to take that risk in the beginning. It's also the time that you're saving yourself. And time. Having, which I think, especially for individual athletes is so valuable we were talking earlier when i was on the couch it's like it's amazing how much fresher my brain is when i'm not training right but you're back to training full-time and it's exhausting yeah you're training so i can you're send a little and text and they're like hey should we check in with this company rather than yeah actually putting time into that email which you gotta choose your words wisely yeah like i said like speaking to these brands and i still feel like i don't want to be <laughs> the one running these meetings at, at, with a really big brand and a really big contract that you're trying to negotiate i want him talking yeah yeah and then he throws you know people ask me my stuff i, I run my uh talk about what i know and he he does the rest yeah that's just like where i feel comfortable and i probably am better versed with talking to brands than most yeah. <laughs> volleyball athletes. Yeah. yeah yeah well i think working with an agent too who's in that realm, like motocross, NASCAR, my dad raced NASCAR for a long time. And those are like sick. some of the only other athletes aside from us that need sponsors. So oh, that's yeah. a sick deal you have. Oh, like they have like, Oh, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So I love, it's called the Ricky Bobby award. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, rest in peace, AVP award ceremonies, yeah, exactly. <laughs> banquet. but sad. There used to be an AVP banquet every year they do awards and there was a Ricky Bobby award for the person. That was who, the pokey award. The pokey right? awards. Yeah. Like the joke awards on the side. <laughs> I but love Ricky Bobby was the person with the most sponsors or who just sold out for yeah. sponsors. Yeah. Casey Patterson was like the 10 time reigning. <laughs> yeah. Or some people have like eight yeah. matches with a total whopping yeah. value of $600. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Well, switching up, why aren't um you and Kane playing in Doha? Are you just taking more time to get yeah, ready? Yeah, so to be honest, it's kind of on me a bit. Um I got a PRP injection in my knee and I just had like chronic jumper's knee and I was like this offseason I gotta do something about it so I got the injection and then I played in Florida after that obviously the, the knee performed well but it was bugging me so I was like kind of like damn it I kind of re-irritated it or, or just irritated in general and so I'm not jumping I didn't jump last week or this week what week is it yeah I'm still not I'm probably not jumping for another till Monday which is like the 20 I don't know I don't know what day that is. Twenty fourth or something. <laughs> yeah. of the January, last Monday in January. Yeah. Which is when we'd have to leave for Doha. And that's just what made sense for my knee. And and then I told Kim and I was like, Oh, I'll go play. Like it's I'm down to get going. But my knee, like ideally we could give it a, a little more yeah. time. It gives you guys more time to connect as a team yeah, too. And, and he's like, dude, we're yeah, let's let's take our time and connecting as a team and figuring stuff out. We're two, three weeks in now and like still trying to figure out just weekly scheduling and um, you know, just, um, you know, we're trying to establish how things are going to be and, um, set the tone for the whole year. So we're plenty busy. Um, but Doha is just a little too early. And, and the biggest thing was there's a huge gap after it. Yeah. So now yeah. we're going to peak and then, and then, un, you know, unpeak, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Taper down. Taper down and then, and then ramp back up. <laughs> Uh, so that was just kind of, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are pulling out for that reason yeah. without injury or any kind of rest, just like you didn't want to rev up so early. It's weird timing. March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how is the game different for try being a full-time blocker versus split blocking? Cause I mean, I know when you and Trev played like in certain situations, you would go up and block and he'd play defense, yeah. but what is that going to look like for you running yeah. up more and whatnot? Yeah, I'll run up, um, pretty much full, I'll run up full time, but I told Cam and he's on board and our coach and everything like we both train for both like mm-hmm. you know he's 6'5 and obviously I know how to defend at this point um and I've built up so much experience def- it, it's uh, that's the one thing that like I really don't like because I was just getting so excited yeah. about yeah. defense but I also felt like it was taking away from my blocking and I it's exciting to me which I'm I'm a blocker yeah. like I take a lot of pride in, in what I can do at the net and I felt like it, I had half the reps. I had I wasn't really p- showcasing what I can do at the net. Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm gonna go back to full time blocking, now's the time. While I'm still jumping high and like less sore, I guess you know it's only gonna get harder uh, as I get older. So let's go back to full time blocking now, <clears throat> and um, just utilize that skill set right now. And I think for me, when I retire one day, it's gonna be like I want to know that I that I went all in on blocking yeah. at some point. Yeah. Cause I was with Hayden, I was like getting better and better. And then I got, uh, the autoimmune stuff and I was out for two years. And then I've been split blocking for four or five years. So I really haven't been blocking full time in mm-hmm. my, what I would call my prime. Um, and then, you know, Theo's getting blockers of the year and <laughs> everyone's getting blockers of the year, but I'm, you know, they're not counting the per attempts for me here. No, no, it's just, uh, now I have no excuses, you know? I feel yeah, like I want, uh, I want to go showcase what what I can do as a for sure. Player. I feel like you're kind of reminds me of the scene in the Last Dance when MJ didn't win MVP, but gosh, who won it? He's on the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Clyde, Clyde. Yes, 
Clyde the Clyde, mm-hmm. and MJ was just ruthless on oh, yeah. Clyde yeah. in the playoffs when they played him. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. You can have your MVP, he fine. Took his... I'll take the title. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's just like, I got Clyde. Yeah. I feel like you're going to look at these next three years like, I got the net. I got <laughs> yep. Theo. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's a distraction to think like that, like to go for Blocker of the Year awards yeah. or anything like that. I just want to see what I can do yeah. for myself. Like having a rivalry or like chasing, competing with Theo and like, let's be honest, Andy's going to be up there. Yeah. Uh, who knows what Phil's doing AV domestically. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's a waste of yeah. thought process. But we all have egos. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, the, good, the good thing with going, competing for blocker of the year is that's an okay area to be very selfish. Right, your defenders are gonna be like, "Hey, you took that from me." <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, "Damn it, another one!" Yeah, quit it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. if you were going for the most kills and you're just optioning like a madman, right, right, right. then we might have a problem. Right. But <laughs> or ace her out because you know the errors don't yeah. count. The... <laughs> yeah, like Cam is never gonna look at you and be like, "Damn it, stop sealing seam." Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you're killing <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of that—that's kind of part of it, right? Yeah. A lot of the whole change in general was just me. Um, wanting to broaden my game and just like try a new system and new things. Whereas like me and Trev kind of tapped, we, we squeezed the juice of, of I mean, it was Ball four, up. four or five <laughs> years, right? Yeah. And it was so fun. Like is I, I think, did I say it in the post? Like that's, that time's going to be like one of the most, the best times of my career. I think. Yeah. Like it's just so fun playing our style and just like, phew, System, we don't need a system. <laughs> we'll just ball, ball up and ball up. out. And ball I love that. Yeah, I love that good. we had the ability to do that. And of course, with Trevor on your team, you had the swag to do that. Yeah. And uh, and then when traveling the world is like just fun with with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I'm excited about something new and wanted to go in a new direction. And we we had talks, you know, before of just like where are you seeing things going? What are we thinking? Do you want to change? Do we want changes? And yeah, um, for me, I was just like, I just want to go back to the net, have a de- defender, uh, a full-time defender, and then have a, a little bit more of a system. And I think it'll look a little closer to what Hayden and I had. I didn't mean to. Like, I genuinely played with Hayden because I wanted to do it a lot for him. Yeah. Um, just because he did so much for me. And we we didn't really ever break up. It was like, it got ended, so I wanted to right. end it on, on our note, and it was a perfect time for him and his family. Like the, it, mean, it meant a lot to them. Um, but then playing that system, I was like, ooh, this is fun. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a flow, whereas Trevor just trusts his, like, dude, I don't need to do something fancy. Yeah, Give me up and down, and I'll hit a high line. Yeah. <laughs> and I respect it. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of like the flash sometimes. You know? yeah. And it's not necessarily just the flash, but like, uh, I just want to try new stuff. Yeah. Um, open up the system. Get back to me blocking. Um, when when Came did call me, he was like super fired up. Like, dude, I would, you know, I want to put in the work. I want to go to Mikhail. I want to do all this. I was yeah. Like, oh God, he's telling me all. The, he's telling me everything I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> um, and I was, you know, I was open to to changes um, for a little while there. I was just kind of open to it. Yeah. And so when he called, I was just like kind of check the boxes for like me making change and like doing things uh in a different way the way i want to do it so it was like i just had to it was very very stressful yeah i bet losing sleep i'm just like i don't 
like what's the right answer there and when it's your friend is just like oh my god yeah for how long like for people who didn't read the article like how long had this been like did he approach you did you approach him how long was this Mm. like process kind of going um well i was just all in all season like Mm -hmm. my thing was like don't even let that into your head until phoenix like that i'm seeing this partnership through 100 percent, and they'll figure it out and then um I, uh, I mean, I was, then I was just kind of open-minded, like, let's just have a fresh start right here and put it, put, see what I need personally. And then let's put all the pieces together. And, and ideally, you know, it's, I already have the team together. These are all the right pieces. Yeah. Solidified in my mind. But, um, but then I was like, oh, I, I do feel that I'm like craving a little bit of a change, um, in certain ways. And then, so I just went down that rabbit hole and then wait what was your question well just <laughs> you reached out you kind of yeah like just oh, what was what the was process the of the of whole events? thing how long like how long before you told trevor just for some people like to give them context if they didn't see the the vb mag article like and then who did you call came yeah. did he call you well we played in florida yeah and i was just talking with hyden a bunch because i was with him and just being honest with him yeah. he's he's been a mentor of mine like i've been in the gym with him and his trainer mikhail who's his guy since i was on tour yeah. like, since I was a pro. So it's just like, where do you see me at right now and where I can go and all this stuff? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I see that you could make a change and it could open your game up a little bit. He was just honest. Um, he, he acknowledged that I was in a good place as well. Like, well, I mean, Trevor's going to side out. So like, yeah. as long as you side out, you're going to win matches, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that is when came in. It wasn't Hayden. Hayden wasn't, doing this whole thing, but he did mention to Kame when we were there, he's like, hey, just so you know, like, Trevor's kind of, like, open-minded. So, like, if you're, if that's something that mm-hmm. and then they went make sense for you, you yeah. might want to at least reach out to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he called me. Yeah. And then, um, and then that's when I put in my head, like, damn it, I have to really think about it. I have to really consider this. It was like I didn't want to, but I knew that I needed to. Right. And then, uh, so I, that's when I was just like mulling over it for like, I don't know, a week or two or mm-hmm. whatever. And then in Hawaii, I was like, I? first of all, I, if I'm making the decision, it's now. Yeah. I'm not going to go into the new year and, you know, not give Trevor time to build his team. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, that was the window it was after the last AVP and before the new year. So I, yeah, I just called Trevor once I finally decided and, um. And then told him, and then started talking to Cam. All right, who do we want to coach? Had a call or two with coaches, and then we ended up. Uh, Leandro was down to stay on board, and then I was like, told Mikel. I mean, I told Mikel right, right away, obviously, and then opened Mikel up to Cam, see if he wanted a piece of it, and he's like, yeah, I'll try it. Like, yeah. why not? And then the first session, he's like. awesome (laughs) and then um we just yeah came back started figuring out scheduling you know how much we want to do this that and just kind of built it all from scratch and uh, now here we are here we are love it it's exciting sorry not too much drama guys (laughs) (laughs) no fist fights no crying but a lot of stress (laughs) no fist fights yet we'll see (laughs) <laughs> I know. Uh, I can't wait for that first <laughs> game. Theo's, uh, their hype of it all is, 
I think they're going to be relentless about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, it's so funny. Theo's yeah. buying in, by the way. Like, he was, like, somewhat a fan of it, but, like, also hated it when Trevor did it. Yeah. Because he, he always had that, like, those jokes. And he's friend. They've him and Trevor are good friends, even before. Uh, but now it's, like, oh, screw it. If Trevor's on my team, I'm just going to be yeah. on it. Whereas I was kind of just, like, <laughs> you know, I was kind of just floating there neutrally yeah. with Trevor's stuff. Theo's going to slide into the... <laughs> As he said, what? what did he, he had like a dark side quote or something? Something like that, yeah. Man, talking with Theo was so funny because he was like, you know, I got two years left. And I know that, you know, I'm not a guy who's going to bring energy, but Trevor's going to bring the energy. So I'm just saying, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing whatever energies Trevor's bringing. I was like, well, we know what energy Trevor's bringing. Advantage but disadvantage <laughs> having Travis as a friend because he's interviewing us for like these breaking articles but, yeah. but he's not interviewing he's just talking to us and we're like oh shoot we got to remember that this is going public obviously he's not going to burn us but like that was like the add quote when i saw it in there i was like it's probably not that's probably not the best explanation but i was like oh yeah you know me dude i'm add i gotta switch it up I was like, yeah, that's not that's not a proper explanation. <laughs> it was funny because Savvy goes, that was the most try thing ever. <laughs> you just got to switch. You know, I just got to switch it up. That's man. really yeah. beating around the bush. <laughs> uh, I'm ADD. <laughs> I, was, I was diagnosed. <laughs> I asked you a question. And you're like, uh, what's the question? Oh, man. Well, we'll take you off the hot seat for now. That was good. Lucy. It wasn't not too much drama though. That's good. No, it's not yeah, too bad. Pretty minimal. No, pretty it's minimal. funny because that's bad, right? Like, Everyone at fit. home's like, "Oh, turn this crap off." <laughs> it's it's so funny because I went over. Um, there were these two ladies who were trying to make a beach volleyball docu series, and they were asking me about partnerships. And um, so I said, "With guys, it's it's usually pretty fine." Because they were asking, they were like, "I can't believe that Try and Trevor broke up." Yeah, I mean, but trying, they're still cool. Like, we yeah. saw each other. It's I mean, we understand fun. the business through and yeah. through, and it's like, you really expect us to, like, it's we're under contract. we got to be play together for the rest of our careers now. Right. Or at some mm-hmm. point, is it okay to yeah. to split up? And it's just like, it, it's kind of funny when people are so, I mean, yeah. coming off, it was like two weeks, out, a week after getting team of the year, so I get that. Yeah. And we did have a good year, but I think people forget, like, the lows of the year, too. Yeah. You know? And they, it's really funny to see just, I mean, after World Champs and we did that, we did that podcast and you're like, Jesus, like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then your season just poof, took yeah. off. And it's so easy wait, to wait, remember wait. how well, good it was. <laughs> kind of. No, not really. Because we started AVP. Or was that after AVP? I think that was after. After Hermosa? I think right after that, you went into Fort Lauderdale. Okay, so and, we won Fort Lauderdale. But then... We won for a lottery, but then we yeah. lost. We got a ninth, <laughs> ninth in Atlanta. In Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. So we still weren't riding high. Right. And then what? It was Manhattan, Chicago? Yeah. yeah. So that's two tournaments Yeah. after that, you know? Obviously, we won three of the, and it was the big ones, and but that's a five-tournament streak, you know? Yeah. Which I'm stoked on. And it was, like, clutch in the, in the moment, like, exactly what I wanted. Yeah. But, but it's it was, long, it, was long. it is very funny to see the reactions because, I mean, they were both women, the interviewers, and they were like, I, I can't, I would never talk to him again. <laughs> and, and they're like, how do women do it? It's like, well, women are a little more subtle, but the guys' rivalries, you know it when you see it, 
the women, you got to look a little closer because it's such a small world that the women got to be a little bit more careful. Yeah. Like, because they were asking about women rivalries. It's yeah. like, if you just watch the ex-partners, it's where there's usually some underlying tension. Guys, you just see the tension. It's there. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a funny little dynamic. I mean, it's, it'd be weird if there wasn't these kinds of partner changes. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah. It's part of the sport. It's the hardest part of the sport. It's, yep. It is yeah. what it is, though. Don't And that they tell you not to work with friends or family, right? <laughs> yeah. It makes it harder. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. We're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea Water Break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code SANDCAST-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the the best multivitamin on the block it's cheap it's less than three dollars a day which it might sound expensive but if you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit it's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you 
All right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long, despite playing two huge schedules this year. And Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves: Athletic Green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta Games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... Yeah, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had Sinjin Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. Um, okay, so shifting gears, I want to um, touch on the four-man that um, ESPN did. So what opportunities for beach volleyball did the ESPN four-man uh, event open up? And you guys were both there, so talk about it a little bit. Yeah. It looked really fun. It was a, it was a really cool setup. Yeah. Um, it was a really huge bummer that it was raining and very cold. Yeah. But the, the cool thing about it was not that it was weatherproofed, but it was more weatherproof than the Kelsey Ballerini concert was, which yeah. had about 50 people because there was this... What is that? Oh, the concert next to that? Yeah. Gotcha. And she's like a country music headliner, mm-hmm. you know, and there's almost no one there. But because there was this little um, kind of open bar buffet area with a... They probably fit 250 people. 
or so in that where we were in the building. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah. At least, I'd and so. there's a. It was all glass. So there's this kind of glass viewing area, and Delaney said that. Like once we started playing, like a lot of people started watching yeah. from the glass. If it was a nice day, I think it would have been awesome. They would have yeah. it would have been so cool. And then there was a balcony, so it was dumping rain. No one's yeah. on the balcony, and then they had a full area around our court with two food trucks. So like it and was cornhole and, a bar, and ping pong and, and yeah. So like people would have been out there yeah. for sure the whole yeah. time listening to the concert. So that was a bus, but the setup was amazing, and I mean we delivered considering it was freezing. Yeah. Thing. It was just more like for fun, co-ed kind yeah. of thing. But some good volleyball plays, I'd say. Yeah, it was fun. And the people that I talked to anyway from ESPN and Disney, they thought it was great. Yeah. They loved it. So Sponsor thinks that it. I saw her like shortly after for training, and she's like, Foreman is going to take off. Like it's, she, she loves yeah. Foreman, and she wants there to be like a Foreman league and all these mm-hmm. things. Like she just – she was so hyped after it. Yeah. She's like, it's going to be the, like the new big thing. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's definitely the potential there. I mean, the, the product, there's a really good product there. Yeah. I mean, beach volleyball doubles is a good product too. You know, yeah. It's a matter yeah. of getting it out there in the right way. But I agree. I mean, it's so fun. Yeah. And it, it, you can be a pure beach player and, and play fours well. And you can kind of be a pure indoor player and play fours well, yeah. Yeah. which is the trippy part. Yeah. Whereas like indoor players can't play doubles and doubles players can't play indoor. Right. So it's super fun. Yeah. And I think that it's a blast because we don't play it very often. Whereas if we played on a four man tour and did two man exhibitions, right. we think, Oh, two man's so fun. You're so Probably. involved. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. yeah. So yeah. I think you know, like we play on the beach and then I get to go to the mountains in the winter. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I love the mountains. For sure. If I've lived yeah. in the mountains, I'd love to go to the beach. Yes. So we just it's fun because it's a change. Yes. Especially co-ed. Like, playing sponsors well, is incredible. Less, less work. Yeah. She's so it's good. way less work. Yeah. yeah. Way less work. Like, if I can set or just mm-hmm. walk or play middle, and we just, like, at the Austin format where we just set the tailors on the pin the whole time, it's like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is great. Off yeah. season, we can just cruise. I can cover. Yeah. Hit a few in the middle, maybe. Block some balls. Perfect. And it was it was funny to see the uh, the competitiveness it slowly started to get up where our last match was me and uh, Therese, Sponsel, and Leela. Mm-hmm. And came Casey, I think Taryn, and maybe Kristen. And you could see that, you know, at first, you know, Madison's like, all right, it's a women's net, so only set the girls. Yeah. Right. And then Casey started just bouncing balls. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, all right, so I'll set Leela. And we'd start setting Leela, and then... The last 30 balls, Casey just said, came two balls out of the middle every time. Just yahtseeing yeah. balls on, like, the four-foot line. <laughs> like, well, Damn. when you have, like, ESPN execs and, like, <laughs> Disney execs watching, you're like, I'm not going to just patty cake this thing. Yeah. I, I may have blasted Sponsel in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Good thing she's tough as nails. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad, but then she just, like, she didn't even wipe her face. Well, she just wore it. She wore it. Yeah. yeah. Point blank. She was blocking and she like did a dive move so she took her hands out of the way and just like cuffed it back right into her face. <laughs> it was All fun right. though. And the going to the game was fun. Yeah. Too. For but sure. uh, a, a couple people asked, I didn't put it in there. They were like, well, how, why didn't you guys advertise it? We would have come. But you needed a ticket to good the game luck. and a ticket to the tailgate. So good luck spending the $1,000 on yeah, that. Yeah. So I figured. You know, if the AVP can't charge $5 entry, you're probably not paying a grand <laughs> yeah. to yeah. watch a four-man. No, in the range. And then, the range. And then a football game that's, what? 65-7. 65-7. to seven. 65 to seven was so bad. 
Still happy I went, but that was terrible. Is the uh, Austin four-man thing going to come back? That was really... I mean, I wasn't there, but it seemed really cool. It's up to the McKibbins. Yeah. Um, Did they kind of help run this, too, or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah. They were kind of the contact for yeah. it, I think. Or M- Madison, because Riley's overseas. Um, they are always interested in it. Like, they're... It's in the back of their minds. They know they can do it. They yeah. know it's successful. It's just a matter of timing. Mm-hmm. Wanted it wanting to be done. Bars wanting to host it. Fans wanting to watch it. Yeah. But I know that they have it uh, in their back pocket. And they're the best people to do it because they can create the content around it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, we can shift gears again, kind of touch on the uh, AVP stuff. Do you think they're going to... Um, when did they release the schedule last year? Was it in January? It used to be in the year before the year. <laughs> it used to be December. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I think last year was around late January or yeah. February. Yeah. So uh, I never know what the AVP is doing. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but our reality. So it's funny. Like, yeah, we're everyone's trying to get, like, answers. What are you guys going to do? It's like, we literally don't know either schedule. Yeah. It's funny because we have an FIB schedule, but... There's a lot of in negotiations on the yeah. side of it. Yeah. And I'll at least give them credit that they sent a players a, a preliminary. Right. Like, here are the dates that you might want to mark off. Right. Yeah. It would be nice to <laughs> for the players to get that from the AVP. Yeah. By the time yeah. this comes out, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll have it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm actually I'm pretty surprised at how well under wraps the volleyball yeah. world schedule's been kept. Oh, right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. How has it? Yeah. I mean, no one really knows about it. Wait, it's not announced? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Well, like, I'm surprised that none of the players are posting about it or anything. Everyone's waiting for Volleyball World to do. It's kind of a respectful thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there haven't been, like, AVP players freaking out about the AVP schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Which means maybe our standards are just lower or, <laughs> or we're very respectful. Well, I think... I think <laughs> okay, just take your time. It's just our lives. <laughs> I think just when, our livelihood. Uh, no I think when the AVP made a big deal about its 2021 schedule drop, and they're like, we got three events... Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> even I roasted him. I gave him a nice roast. On the I think everyone's social. like, yeah, it's whatever you want to come out with. It's, yeah, it's fine. At this point. And last year was cool. You know, we had 16 events. Um, so we'll see. I doubt we'll see 16 again. About 16. Well, 16 for me. You had about four. No, we had seven. Yeah, we had like seven, I think. Yeah. Well, how much was it with Pro and. Um, pro and. Pro, Pro and gold, gold maybe what eight. Austin, New Orleans. What was after that? Hermosa. Hermosa, Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta, Atlanta, Chicago, Manhattan, Florida. Phoenix, Florida, Phoenix, and Central Florida. In Central Florida, so nine. Nine. Well, eight with a Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, it's honestly, we don't have that much time for much more than that around yeah. the FIB yeah. schedule. Yeah. yeah, I think 10's a pretty good number. Yeah. 10 would be cool. 10 good events is a good number, and I they think. they usually have, uh, Chicago's always that, uh, was it Labor Day weekend normally, yeah. and then Manhattan and Atlanta will probably stay in August. Yeah. So those have been great. Okay. Um, someone asked about Phil. You think he'll, how many he'll play in and just what his schedule will be like in 2023? And um, with who? <laughs> I think he'll do the same thing. That's my vibe. Yeah. I, it didn't seem like he was like, I've got to get out of here and stop playing. Like, this is brutal. He's just, I think he's enjoying finally playing for yeah. fun. He's cruising. Not, yeah. People not expecting, like, you're Phil Dahlhauser, like, win every single tournament and smash everybody. Yeah. Or else we'll 
be bored. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, like, him playing with other partners, which might have cost him the MVP, but dilly-dallying like that. Yeah. Um, I think he's enjoying it, and I think he's clearly capable of half-assing it and, and uh, still being really freaking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Phil's just going to keep... I think he had a lot of fun. I think yeah. he really enjoyed last year. Yeah. And he did... It was hilarious. So when when we posted on the Sandcast Instagram about um, you and Kame... Oh, no, it was uh, who do we think... I cut out a clip of who we thought was going to win their first AVP next year. And me and you both agree that Troy is a pretty good pick. Right. And Phil commented and said... Anytime you want to get a win, you know who to call. Oh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so maybe wow. Phil and Troy. Exactly. Because Troy still hasn't uh, made any moves. Mm-hmm. I saw Paul Lotman's playing with Salila Tucker now. I think Phil wants to make a, a run for the uh, Manhattan with that little dialogue. He was throwing a little something yeah. out there last year. Yeah. And then Trevor bit in on it, said something. I think he said he wanted one more. Okay. One more plaque on the pier. So I could see him picking up, you know, a Troy or something for a Manhattan. And, yeah. I mean, anything could happen with that. Yeah. And Troy's still floating around, so maybe. It'd be fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm very curious to see who Troy goes with because, I mean, I mean, I don't know if any of these are fit. I mean, just biking down the Strand, you see all the partnerships yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. You're like, oh, is that happening? Like, Miles, Evans, and Chase, maybe? That's the one. Is that Miles official? I've seen that. I've seen them training a couple of times. I don't think anything official, but... yeah. Seen it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Because Lottie announced today he's playing with Leela Tucker. Leela. Did he post that or something? Yeah. They did a little collabed a little Instagram. Collab. So that's I as official that. as it gets. Right. That. <laughs> that's Leela's. That's huge for him. Yeah. Right. It's a good pickup. I mean, he just got Lobman's international points. Yeah. <laughs> he's stoked. Yeah, and so that means that Miles Evans is not playing with Paul Lottman, which would make the fit with Chase yeah. make more sense. Because yeah. uh-huh. they took a fourth in the Elite 16 in Australia. so They could be good on any given Sunday weekend. Yeah. Lottie and Chase? or, or I mean, uh, Chase and Miles or Lottie oh, and Leila? Yeah. I mean, Miles Evans kind of can, like, when he's hot, like, he's elite, you know? Yeah. So you just don't know when he's going to go off. Troy could um, go back to blocker too, or split block. Yeah, oh, yeah freaking in the easily. in the king of the court, he got a fifth with Kyle blocking for defending for Kyle, and then he got a second with Matthew Emmers blocking, blocking. for Matthew Emmers. <laughs> it's wow. pretty incredible. That is pretty because Emmers second with Emmers. Yeah, dang. pretty dang good. I mean, that's a field that had. Bartos Woshiak and Michael Brill, Sharif and Ahmed. Oh, yeah. Amon and Helvig won. But, I mean, he beat Brower Mewson in, in the final. Damn. So, that was a pretty good showing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, I mean, Troy, he's had a lot of near misses. He was hilarious because I texted him and said, Congrats on a good king of the court. He goes, I love those silver medals, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one's calling him never coming. Troy. Like, <laughs> when Trevor stacked up a few silver uh, seconds. Yeah. yeah. He was never Trevor. Yeah, so Troy, I think the time is coming yeah. for Troy to get his. Yeah. Um, someone asked, now that you brought up the king of the court, why don't more um, U.S., I mean, they said men's, but men's and women's teams, why don't they go do the king of the court stuff more? Because it seems like a super fun event. It's I mean. super fun. It's just, like, more volleyball, you know? <laughs> and it's not adding to 
obviously we have to focus on AVP. We have to focus on FIVB for international. So it's ex- it's an exhibition. Yeah. It's not crazy money. It's halfway across the world. Usually it's like, if it's in an off season, it's like, damn, I'm, I got to use this time to rest. Yeah. And then if it's in season, you're like, damn, like that's, I don't know if I can fill this weekend with another event. Yeah. But we always get the call for it and it's like, I really love what Wilco is doing, so I yeah. want to contribute to it. It's just, Have you just done any nice of them or no? We can do it here in Cali yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I played in um, two or three. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's fun for fans too. Like once yeah. the fans like really figure out what's going on, it's it's sick. Have you done one? No, I debated going to this one mm-hmm. in Doha. Um, one because I think Doha is really cool. Have they always been in Doha? Wilco. No. Well, no. Doha is just like. More recently, yeah. just hosting a ton of yeah. events. They were right in now. the Netherlands mostly. We okay. had one in Hawaii. It was back oh, wow. off of the ABP cool. we used to have. Yeah. We had one in Huntington, which was really fun. And then uh, a lot were in like Utrecht and like. Uh, Utrecht is where it's headquartered. Yeah. In the Netherlands. The Netherlands, okay. yeah. Um, but they've had them kind of all over. They probably had 10, more than 10. Probably. Yeah, they had four this year. Um, I think all of them did pretty well. Yeah. But in terms of why the best U.S. teams don't play, I mean, you could also make the same observation that no Brazilian teams ever really travel mm-hmm. unless they're there. No Canadian teams ever really travel. It's yeah. just it's more travel, I think, which is the top European teams. Getting to Doha is really easy. Yeah. Right. Getting to the Netherlands is really easy. Or you know, where I think they went to Hamburg, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It's like us going cheap. over to play VP. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You bring yeah. it to us, okay. But if we have to go overseas sure. and we're not already there, so makes sense. Yeah, and most of our top players, you know, they have families right. um, and budgets. Yeah. <laughs> so, Seriously, exactly. Trust me, if the money was higher, we'd all be there. We'd yeah. All go. <laughs> so I think uh, not that the money's terrible. Yeah, for an exhibition, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the players unanimously love it. Yeah, yes. um, Kyle Friend, I talked to him on my way here actually, and he had the best time. He really, said that, like all the players are treated really well. Mm-hmm. His parents loved watching it. So Woko puts on great events. Yeah, yeah. they it's pay just for your. Good. I think they pay for the hotel the whole way through too. I think that comes depends. and goes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For, okay. depends on the event. Okay. They can offer uh, depending on your situation. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we got a, just a few more just random questions to wrap up on. So um, someone asked about Miles Partain and um, his decision to, like, is he going to go beach for the Olympic run? Is he going to stick with indoor? If you, I mean, I don't know if you guys know. but I think he decided he's going to go for beach with Andy, yeah. yep. from what I understand. Yeah. And he's he's turned down some offers. <laughs> he's got calls, and he's sticking with Andy. So him and Andy are going for it. I don't know what his schedule looked like because he's – when he commits to something, he commits. Oh, yeah. Um, and but he is finishing indoor, I think. He, yeah. So he's going to yeah. finish season and then be done in, like, first May? weekend of May, mm-hmm. really. And then go straight into indoor. Yeah, so cool. he said you know, he committed to UCLA and Spira, and so he's going to finish that commitment. I don't know if he'll get a weekend off, you know, to play yeah. one of the events in March or whatever, but, I mean, the, the good thing with Miles and Andy – is that, I mean, there's probably going to be 30 events in the Olympic qualifying yeah, It's not going to so. It seems like a big deal missing all that, but they're going to get their finishes. That, you know, they're going to yeah. get there. If they want to get 20 in yeah. out of their, you know, the 12 they have to choose from, they can, they'll be able to get 20 in. It's like Megan Craft, too. I mean, she's going back for another season at mm-hmm. SC, too. Oh, I was wondering if she was going to redshirt. Mm-hmm. Is she going to SC? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she took the fall off, and so she's going to go back and – 
and do the season with them. And I mean, I mean, I don't know if they're, I don't know what her requirements are, how many trainings a week she'll be able to get in with M or mm-hmm. if she, if she can miss, I remember when Tina was there, she, she missed a couple tournaments to go, uh, yeah. do some FIVB stuff. So I'm not sure. Dane's usually pretty good about that stuff. So yeah. maybe she'll get to go to some, I think miles was maybe, I talked to Andy briefly and he may be able to do a couple in Mar- late March or something like that. Or I don't know. So. We'll see what happens. That's yeah. crazy. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. How do you keep your focus? I just. Well, I mean, Sponsel. She was when her with, and Clay's. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she went from Gulf Shores to Brazil. Yeah. And to play a country quota. And then I remember she did. They did like a fake little graduation ceremony, maybe in Espino That's or right, Warsaw. Yeah. yeah. Warsaw. Yeah. One of those. And yeah, they just you just hit the road and go. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. It's so impressive. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what your guys's, what your guys's systems are with this, but someone mentioned, um, using credit card points or miles for flights. So maybe touch on like trap, how each of you guys travel and what credit card, what airlines kind of all that. Cause I mean, that's still, I'm still trying to figure that out, but you know, <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not a whiz with it. My new partner is, which is great. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> this and then you get some points over here yeah, he's like, a oh. thrifty guy he's very thrifty so i'm happy about that i might save a few bucks <laughs> uh but for me i've just committed to united mm-hmm. airlines basically my whole career i'm just like screw it i'm going all in on this airlines every time because then eventually if i can hit a million miles which i just hit half a million i can get gold status for me and my spouse for life um, and then by committing to one airlines, obviously you're going for status, which yeah. means you're going to get upgraded. Yeah, like of course. I get upgraded a lot with my status, which is huge throughout a season. And then you get no bag fee. Like my bags can be overweight. Yeah. Um, I get to check in earlier and then I get on standby list. Uh, you get lounges, especially internationally. It's big. Um, where you're just like, I just need somewhere to chill. Yeah. And like yeah. sometimes there's showers and like really nice buffets mm-hmm. and stuff. So it, it it definitely is nice, and then credit card wise, I just go with the United Mileage Plus. So everything I everything I do for my business is business oriented. Goes on that credit mm-hmm. card, and then anything I'm spending, it doesn't have an international fee or whatever. Yeah. So anything I'm spending on United, I'm getting bonus points mm-hmm. on, and it's all going into giving me more um, flight credit. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean. By the end of the year, I have enough. Every year, I have enough points built up just from credit card to fly my wife and kid back to Hawaii and mm-hmm. back, and maybe even you know take another trip. For yeah, free. yeah. So that, yeah. I I just use it all on them because I want to buy the flight. I have to buy the flights myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get the status. Yeah, yeah. So I just use all the free flights on them, which I'd be buying anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to. What I used to do is just. I would play the credit card bonus game where I would get the American credit card and get the 60,000 mile bonus right. or whatever. And then I would use that for a year and close it before the annual fee right. kicked in. Yeah, yeah. And then I did that with Southwest, did it with United. And then this year I did it with Delta. Mm-hmm. And so me and Delaney, we got the like the best Delta card you can get, which mm-hmm. is an Amex. And so that comes, that came with 100,000 bonus miles which was huge. Yeah. And then you get the lounge access, um, upgrades, all that stuff. So we just flew Delta the whole year. And then by the end of it, um, 
I was platinum, and I flew for free Wapaka and back to Atlantic City, down to Fort Lauderdale, and Fort Lauderdale home. Wow. All on miles. Yeah. And so that's a ton. has a lot of perks. Yeah. There's a long list. You just got to be careful because the interest rate's like 26.7. So if you if you carry a balance, you're, you're going to get in trouble. Um, pay your balance. Yeah. With all credit cards. Like, yeah. Don't even get a credit I mean, me personally. Don't get a credit card <laughs> unless you're going to pay it monthly. Yeah. But you, so if you carry a balance, you'll be yourself. Yeah, but, see what happens. And then uh, now Delaney gets a companion pass with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll fly for free round trip once a year. Yeah. Which, you know, if we use that for Maryland for Christmas, it's $900 yeah. to go round trip Seriously. around that time of year. So that pays for the credit card and then some on its own. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with Delta. One, because I freaking love Delta. Yeah. It's, and it's great internationally. It has a lot of good partner airlines. Um, and just like I get upgraded all the time. I got upgraded first class, first time in my life. There you go. Going back to Maryland. It's How's like, that? whoa, it's order nice. a steak. It's nice. Huh? I know. <laughs> it's Dude, like, it's what? good. Some of the meals are good. The guy and next they to me. the fresh cookies. <laughs> yeah. and you can smell them baking oh, in the front. Oh, my gosh. Problem is, now every time you go back, it's even worse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then especially when you smell the cookies. Yeah. Like, oh, it's cookie time and I don't get one. Like, oh, no. The this biggest one for me. Beside the cookies was that I get to pick my seat for free, and so I get exit row every time, All the time. for oh, yeah. free. Yeah. And because I would buy economy it. plus, right? Yeah, it's like that little added. Yeah, anything. Bonus. My rule it's is that anything more than three hours, I would I would buy it. Yeah, and, and it can be like 150 bucks sometimes. Yeah, when you get an overseas flight, it's like 120, 150 bucks. Yeah, and so that was great because yeah. like Cape Town, you just got to pick exit rows, and Cody Caldwell was like, "That's where you're sitting." <laughs> Like and Cody, he's, he's in like, like the middle, middle bag. He's like oh, he's no. like six seven. He's got limbs all the way over here. I like he was sleeping all scrunched up, and I like dropped him, put an athletic greens on his little table. Oh. Like here, that's all I can do for you. <laughs> oh. Get some nutrients in, bud. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to you it's good to know. Um, Evan and I, are, I think, are gonna do the the Amex. I'm still trying to figure because like there was a lot of places we went to this summer that. Because everyone was like, do United, go with United. And is that, so I made a United, I have like a United number or whatever. And so I think that the partner I flew with a lot was Turkish Airlines. Yeah, and so United. I just put in my miles or, or my Turkish little number. Awesome. If you're yeah. flying any big flight, just get points. From, like I have a Delta number. Yeah. Because yeah. every once in a while I'll get booked on a Delta flight or yeah. something, you know, or where that's the only one you can take. So I'm, I stack up Delta points as well. Everyone's yeah. Yeah. Get a free flight away. yeah. I think I have I have the Delta. I have the um, Star Alliance and then the One World for American too. Because yeah. we had to go on Qatar Airways a lot too, and that's an American partner. Um, so just trying to find the right one. But yeah, Evan Evan had the Southwest credit card. He he had a companion pass. So going to AVP stuff this year was awesome. Yeah. He flew like a ton of miles. I guess Southwest had a deal where they combined twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Uh, because of COVID, so he had all those points. So we got companion pass. So yeah. domestic stuff was awesome, yeah. and then international stuff. I mean, it was good, and we definitely gained points. But it'd be it'd be better just to stick with one. So we were kind of going back and forth between the Amex, and then uh, we both have Chase, like the Chase Sapphire Reserve card yeah. has a bunch of uh, you know perks and stuff. Yeah, I like so I don't one. know. There's a, another really good one. Um, so if you get an Amex, you should also carry a Visa mm-hmm. with you for international because Amex is kind of hit and miss with the fee. But, yeah. The Capital One Venture X is really good because it comes with a priority pass that gets you into pretty much any lounge 
Oh, wow. Anywhere. They have like, okay. I think like 2,500 lounges you can wow. get into around the world. Okay. And so you're not, because with me, if I'm not flying Delta, I can't just scooch into the United Lounge. But if mm-hmm. you have the Venture X and, and the Priority Pass, it gets you into anywhere that takes Priority Pass, which is almost everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one to look into. Not necessarily an airline, but it's a good travel card. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you think you're gonna be traveling heavily, more than AVP, and you're going internationally, I think pick an airline. That's yeah. my advice. Yeah. Um, you might have to spend a little more money, but like five, six years from now, especially if you move up the way that you plan to, you're gonna be like really bummed if you didn't stack up a lot of those miles. Yeah. On one airline. You right? gave me that advice pretty early. Yeah. I keep it pretty simple. I mean, you can look at like, what is it called? The points guy yeah. website. And he explains everything perfectly mm. for, you know, not beach volleyball players. Yeah. Like points I'm, guy. I'm and not that good ner- at this. I nerd just wallet. keep mine. I have my business. It's a business card. So it, you're kind of limited when you're doing like business credit cards. There's a lot less options. Yeah. yeah. I just keep my one and, um, and then I have a personal credit card too. Yeah. But yeah. There we have it. Beach volleyball finances. Not only is Sandcast my therapy session. I mean, you live in a pretty cool here. house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're doing all right for beach volleyball fight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I just watched all. I literally rewatched Gabby's uh, post. It was like a six minute post about the full remodel. I'm like, this is just the coolest oh, yeah, thing ever. Amazing. Like, she's done such she's a good job. Today. And our Sandcast sign, yeah. by the way. Yeah. New surfboard coming in house. New sign coming some in light. soon, guys. Watch us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. We have a guy Shout who comments. Shout out to Wilson and, you know, uh, Athletic Greens and YK is my hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> we have this guy who comments on all of our YouTube videos. He's like, remind people to like and subscribe. So, like and subscribe. Hey, yeah, like, like and subscribe. Like, support us, guys. We need the subscribership. And share with your friends as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we bring... Uh, Nine. Nine's making a lot of appearances. To close that, yeah, maybe a little Bentley. Yeah, Yeah. we're pretty much done with the questions. We just have Travis's Skyball needs some work, and then someone asked, "Who's your favorite videographer?" Whoever starts to work for us next. Yeah, could be you. Frito was the one who asked that. So Uh, just oh, I do love Frito. (laughs) Frito was uh, killing it, and also we need to get in touch, Frito. Because we're going to need you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to do some more fun stuff. Yeah. My Skyball does need work, but I Skyball right-handed, so give me a break. Frito's the, oh, one, wow. that, Frito's the one that does our uh, my vlog. What do we call it? Born on the Beach? Born yeah. on the Beach. What do we so call it? So just shout out to Frito Misto. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I should go there at some yeah, point soon. Delicious. I love that place. That's Delaney's favorite spot. It's a little here. chilly, too. A nice big bowl of pasta. Yeah. It's a good mm. group. Uh, you know, we could have a group. Because isn't it a family style? Yeah, they're big. Uh, It's pretty big portions. portions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty good stuff. Naya, come. See if we get her to send the episode off. Come on, Naya. She's getting shy. She's riding a horse. (laughs) We have a Shia. Shia papaya. (laughs) Okay, we're done, Naya. We're not recording anymore. She's kidding. She was lighting up these mics the other day. Yeah, your set was awesome. Oh, I sent you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're here, podcast and uh, unicorns. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I loved when she goes, you tell me about your day. 
on that microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sitting over here. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Get out of the full squad back together. Awesome as always. Peace. Shoots. Shoots.